energy work and I'm just so grateful to have her with me I have been in one of her classes we did the reboot your root chakra amazing amazing and I'm just so grateful to have you here with me today hi Yay! it's so good to see you it's been so long <laughs> oh I know right I know busy <laughs> we're busy 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 so yeah but it's good I'm glad we're here together Yes. Now, did I miss anything? Because I know you are multifaceted. You do a lot of amazing things in our community. You know what? It's so funny that you say that because today was kind of one of those days. I was kind of going through my list of all the things that I do because I'm going going to be going through a revamp. Um, but you hit on everything. I mean, basically, I do mind, body, spirit. And so my background obviously is in fitness, but fitness has just become all encompassing. And chakra dance is my major one right now, uh, just because I think we really need it on the planet. Yes. Uh, more energy work, more chakra work. But mainly, yes, I'm working with the chakras. That's my main gig, you know, whether it be food or move body movement or just connecting with spirit. That's basically what I'm doing now. So, and loving every minute of it. <laughs> so because your background's in fitness, it's really interesting to me that that comes into energy work. Oh, and yeah. I'd love for you to talk to me about the idea of embodiment, because I know with like reboot your root chakra, a lot of it is about getting like in your body safely, feeling yeah. just embodied, I guess. Yeah, well, you know what? I mean, obviously, you know, we have seven chakras, but primarily I love to work with the root because everybody has issues in the root. I mean, obviously, <laughs> safety, security are, you know, being grounded and being connected into the body. And most of us are running around in our heads all day long. Honestly, yeah, we're moving fast. And I've mainly worked with women for the last uh, 25 years. So we all have kids, we have lives, we've got careers, we've got all this stuff. And what happens is we kind of get disconnected from the body. And sometimes we're getting disconnected because we also have some stuff, emotional traps, stuff in that root chakra that really needs to be moved. The three main chakras, the root, the sacral, and the solar plexus all have to do with the body. So they actually all work together. But once you start working the root, it does technically activate into the other chakras, obviously, right? Um, so for me, I've always found that um, the root chakra is the foundation of beginning because that's our physical being on the planet, right? right. And then as we move up into the heart, obviously the bridge to higher realms, that's how I just kind of look at the heart. Heart is all about compassion, you know, understanding and forgiveness and love. 
And that's the bridge, the higher realms. And most people really just need to work on the three major ones down below to start to activate that, to open up their spirituality, to be quite frank. I mean, you know that you've been yes. doing the work for years too. Yes, so, yes. you know, the more we start to do <laughs> each of those <laughs> chakras. And the thing is, is, you know, some people will come to me and they'll say, well, Sonia, once I do the root, then am I good? And I'm like, hmm, doesn't work yeah. that way. This is like an onion. <laughs> There are layers, there are layers, layers, layers to our being on the planet. So we have to really kind of go through those, you know, those issues that we've had over the years that will show themselves. What I notice a lot, even for my own healing, mm -hmm. like as soon as I peel a layer, the universe goes, okay, let's see if she's got it this time. And then it presents a situation where I have to deal with that energy of it, right? hundred percent. Yeah. You know, it's always our realities reflected back to us. So everything that's internalized, anything that's going on with inside of us is actually showing up in our world. It's showing us in so many different ways in relationships, in work and business and children. It's always showing us that issue, our main issue. Um, and we also have our main issue that we're coming here on the planet with too. So well, I, yeah, like I know for myself, like the root chakra, I love going in there because safety has been a big theme for me over the past about seven years, safety. And that was a, an issue earlier in life, but it resurfaced. But the other one I live with is the throat chakra. Mm, yeah. And I find it super funny, like, like just the irony of spirit that one of my biggest chakra blocks was my throat chakra. And it took me a lot of years to learn how to speak up for myself, to stand in my sovereignty, to, to be open. And now I have a podcast where I literally talk to the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And yeah. as can you, it's so beautiful to me the way things work synchronously because I would have never thought in my 20s I could barely speak up for myself at all. Um, and now here I am in my 40s and I'm like just babbling to everyone. Well, you're not babbling. No, <laughs> I'll reframe that. <laughs> Talking openly and actually, and I will reframe that because I owe that to myself too to be open and vulnerable and verbalize so many things and get in that air element and just let it resonate out into the world. Oh, absolutely. I know. Okay. Hey, throat is for me, right? I have thyroid issues. So mm -hmm. right there, you're already in the sh throat chakra and that's something mm -hmm. I've worked on very much. So, and it's actually being really activated me. I'm a natural communicator. I wasn't in my earlier years either. Like I was very like, you want me to speak in front of people, but I oh. guess through fitness, you want me to speak to people, you know, like it was, it's funny because when I think about it, my first experience of having to speak in public was in high school. And I had a fight with my history teacher because he was putting me on the spot. And so my throat chakra was just not having any part of that. <laughs> and that was a big trauma for me too, as well, that I had to deal with later. But I know that when I got into fitness, I originally got in through group fitness and it took me two years to do my first class because I was so afraid to speak. So if anything, as you know, life is about experience. So you go through it and finally everybody kept saying, come on, Sonia, you can do this. You know, you can do it. And me now I'm just like, 
I, I'll talk. I don't care if I sound good or not. I say what I have to say. And it's a whole other ball game. But then that's part of growing and expanding. And it's not to say that my, you know, thyroid is perfectly fixed now, but right. it's totally in balance. When it goes out of balance, I know I'm out of balance, right? That's the key, I think. And I think it's really interesting. And so to everyone in the earbud coven, I just, if you could just take a minute and think about one of the things in your life that is difficult and hard and sticky and, and that you maybe don't want to unpack or is a hard thing to look at for you. If you can look at my life and Sonia's life and go, okay, maybe somewhere in there is your hidden superpower. Maybe somewhere in there is something can manifest for you that you wouldn't even think you could stand in before yeah. you dive into the healing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Crazy. Wild. The world is wild. <laughs> <laughs> but we came here at this time to have this experience and, you know, and it's so, it's, it's so great that you and I have reconnected. Cause I mean, we follow each other on oh, social oh. media and I really haven't seen you since the reboot, but I've seen your growth and development and where you've gone. Right. Like, that's that's huge you know it's all about oh, yeah. the journey well we did that class when we, we did we do it i must have been like almost right before covid because it was shortly after that like when the whole world shut down yeah. Oh, right? totally. yeah i think it was you know because yeah i was really ramping up there for a while with chakra dance and then covid hit and then i was hooped because in chakra dance everything's done in person. So yeah. that kind of went by the wayside for me. Right. So I kind of just, I honestly took shocker dance and put it off to the side and thought I may not continue this because of the way the world went. And so I had to start thinking of alternatives of like, what can I do online where I can still work with people? But fortunately for us, Natalie kind of was right on top of it, our founder to Shocker Dance. And she created a 10-day e-course for us to do online. And now mm -hmm. since then, we're actually, we have a Shocker Dance to Heal Your Life program mm -hmm. which I'm launching in September it's going to be all online in a group setting on Facebook held on Facebook but she's created more courses and I'm currently in one right now we're doing um sacred alchemy which is going to be online and in person oh that is like I'm on uh, to this week is divine masculine and last week was divine feminine and I'm telling you oh my god I cannot wait to birth this into the world but first I've got to birth the first one training I did on this one for chakra dance which is a nine week one which will be online so thankfully she kind of uh had the time to really all of a sudden the downloads came in and she just created this for us so that we could continue and I was so grateful for her because I mean I've done a lot of work in the chakras and even in food and spirit like working with food in the chakras I really believe most of our disease comes is first set up in the chakra that's where oh, disease I and you know like my muggle job is healthcare yeah and I can know. see it right like I I, I always have my shamanic glasses on and I will see people and I'm like, okay, well, this is manifesting in your physical body, but you can see the root of it in yeah. the energetics. And it's interesting when I talk about my throat chakra and you were sharing about your thyroid, I'm one of the only people in my family who does not have thyroid issues. Like my family wound in my family of origin is 
not being able to speak up. Yeah. We don't speak about things openly. We speak very quietly sometimes, but we yeah. don't like, right, emotionally barf yeah. like I do everywhere. My mom systematically worked on teaching my brother and I to speak up and be more than, because for her, children were seen and never heard. Yeah. Right. And every one of her siblings, almost, I think out of the the seven of them, eight of them, I think five have major thyroid issues, whether on medications or they've had it zapped or, or whatever. Yeah. Some are hyper, some are hypo, but it shows up in the whole family. And then my generation, we don't have the same issues because we've all been chain breaking this. Well, and that's the whole thing, right? We do, you know, like we're here doing the work now for generations to come, right? So for our family and like, even for me, for all the energy work and all the trauma I've gone through my own self, but also watched in my family, which is really related to the women in my family. I know that my job here is to actually break this uh, generational trauma, abuse. There's just so much in my family that that's what I'm here to do. And even though nobody else, maybe in my family understands what I'm doing, my daughter gets it because she's awake. She's totally like tuned in and she's very, you know, intuitive, probably a lot more intuitive than I am, like unbelievably. And so she knows that she has her work, but she's on her own path. So I have to let her like do that work herself. There's a lot of stuff that she's still got to go through because it was trans and it's no blame to a parent. So like, no, I got to say no, that no, right no. away. Right? No, it's not to blame. They, they did. It is. It. We're not yes. blaming family when we no, say no. because actually m- many of our strengths and much of our superpower comes from that past trauma, which will eventually be eliminated from the generations in your family as you do the healing work, but setting yourself up for the gener- future generations. Like our job is to create a legacy, you know, for our families that's going to be stronger, that's going to be actually a benefit to those on the planet that are going to carry on thousands of years ahead of us. Cause you got to think back thousands of years. I mean, I don't know the history of all my thousands of years, but you know, a hundred years you can go back. Right. You know, and say, look at all the trauma they went through, like the stories your family has, those are not to be, those are to be like held on to. It's like, I always say the native Americans are very good at this. Yes, Yes. They know They pass the stories down. And whether the story changes a bit or not, it's that person's experience at the time that took that story, lived that life, and now is passing it on to their grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And that's really what we're here to do. We're here to fix ourselves, have an incredibly amazing life, and at the same time, help set up the next generation, whether you have children or not, because we're all mothers. As females, we're all mothers. Doesn't matter we have physical children here or not. We have little other fur babies. We have other things that we do. And we even have men that we take care of, you know, like there's that all that stuff that goes on, right? Well, we have soul, we have, if I may, we have like this soul, we have soul families, right? They're not they're not always our DNA families, but our friendship families. Like I know people who have chosen not to have children, and they are still very important parts of my children's life. Like I have even aunts who have never had children. They have informed the generations that follow their family. They were there to be examples of, you know what? You don't have to always do what society tells you to do. You can still be happy 
and have joy. Oh my gosh, yes. Right? Well, like we, people didn't we think that in 1955 though. Like I'm talking about women like my grandmother's generation and before her. So we're talking like my dad was born in 45. Yeah. So for a woman in 1945 to say I'm going to have a job and not <laughs> like we forget how far we've come. Like we uh, seriously forget that it was two generations ago that a woman couldn't have a bank account without a yeah. man signing off on it in yeah, Canada. Exactly. Right. Like my, my grandma wore a dress to scrub the floor. Like it's, it's so crazy. And it's, I'm going to keep going a little bit because you've talked so much about family and, and not shaming them and the gifts of the hardship that they did. And I just want to speak to that. The idea of we get so much from our ancestors so much resilience, so much strength. And then when we do the healing work, we take all those gifts and we get to shine them brighter because we remove the traumatic aspect and then you just have the gift. It's like you have the diamond without the mud on it. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. 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 Well, and that's the thing, you know, once we're adults, um, it's up to us to have and create the life that we want, you know. Mm -hmm. um, we've had all our, you know, time with our family, our parents, and we've learned what they've learned. And we take what, you know, I always say to my kids now, I say, listen, hey, I was not, you know, I was not a perfect mother. Neither was my mother. Mm -hmm. There's no blame here. I mean, if you want to blame me, that's okay. My kids don't. But you know, what I mean, if you want to blame me, you can blame me because I can take that on because mm -hmm. I can take the burden of the family on. That's the other thing, too. And your family is going to be somebody that takes that burden on, right? Mm -hmm. So I will, I'm always okay with that. I'll take the burden. I'll carry the load. It's all good until you're ready to, you know, step it up. Right. So I think we all go through that though. I, I think, think we so. need to give our parents grace. I mean, my mother, my mother and my father are both, well, my biological father is still alive, but my mother and my, my dad that raised me mm -hmm. are both gone. So, you know, lucky for me, they left at a very young age, not lucky for me, they left at a young age, <laughs> but I had the opportunity. They had a disease that allowed us to repair our relationship before they left. Mm -hmm. And so anything that was left unsaid or um, done that was the beginning of me really waking back up into my spirituality. Cause for a while, you know, you, you get into it and then you, especially when you're born that way, you get into it and then you go off path and then you come back on path. It was that experience with both of them that allowed me to get back on my path. So I'm grateful for that. Right. Because that is what, I, that's me doing the work now for the next generation, whether they realize it or not, <laughs> I'm doing the work. <laughs> they might realize it later if they see this video of their grandma or great grandma or whatever. I can't even imagine I'm a grandmother already. I could actually be a great grandmother in this lifetime. And then I would be the elder, right? I'm already the elder. Isn't that beautiful? So like, let's talk about that. Like, do you, do you step into that crone goddess energy? Well, you know, it's so funny because, um, you know, life is about experience. And for me, like I have done a good job at knowing thyself, right? It's th that saying of know thyself and it doesn't matter how you do it. And I will say that to anybody out there, learn your, about yourself because once you learn about yourself, you can then better navigate in the world around you dealing with different types of people. For me, my, you know, growing up was not necessarily easy, um, but the experiences I had, I would never take back. 
um, who I've become from that is the wisdom and the knowledge. But then, you know, like for me, I've always studied astrology, uh, you know, I'm not much into the tarot, but I like, like the cards and, mm -hmm. and I like numerology is my go-to, but my new one is the destiny cards, which is your, your face cards. My mother used to read like the regular deck of cards. Yes, I used to work with a medium on the psychic line who did that. She read a deck of cards. Yeah, my mother did that. And yeah. I've heard all these stories about her and how psychic abilities she had, but she never read for us as our like her daughters. I she don't never read, read for my that. daughter either. I, I no, don't. And, that, and I don't even do that for my daughter either yeah. because, um, although I do direct her to learn about herself. So she knows, you know, her astrology, her numerology. I do make sure she has her numerology so she can better guide her life. Because I believe when you have tools like that, you can better forecast what's coming for you and you will know what season you're in because we go through seasons. It's like spring, summer, winter, fall. We live seasons. We, we do. just do. We live right. cycles and seasons. It's just, you know, right? Oh, I know. I'm just sitting here like nodding away like, yes, yes, yes. And it's true. Like we, there's the wheel of the year, which is like the yes. seasons that are actually happening. And then we each have our own personal wheel, right? Oh, like totally. sometimes I'm in a winter, like a personal winter during yeah. the summer that is happening in reality on earth, right? Exactly. I'm, I'm kind exactly. of like navigating that. And it's interesting. I used to, like spring's always my thing, right? Like I'm, I'm very fiery. I love your scorpion energy. I'm, I'm a little Aries through and through like sun yeah. and moon with a Virgo rising. So like, yeah. like I'm really passionate, but I really hate disorganization, which is oh, yeah. a little war inside me <laughs> because I don't know how um, to organize because I'm an Aries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so What's interesting, though, is as I've gotten older, I've noticed that my personal wheel is bigger. Like I used to line up pretty well with a, with a normal year, right? Like I would go into the cave during winter and I do my reflection. Yeah. And I'm finding now, I don't know when it started, but I like spend like two earth seasons in one season. So I'm like in a spring for six months yeah. and then I'm in a, in a summer for about six months and then I go and it's getting longer and longer. I, I find that interesting and I'm diving deeper into yeah. my onion layers when I yeah. save. Well, cause you're in your forties, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense. Right. Right. Like I, I went through all that too. I remember my forties. There's a big transition in my forties, right? I completely changed my whole life in a matter of like, no, I wouldn't say seconds. I think you just make a decision. I am, I'm a firm believer. Once you make the decision, then it's just, you, you do that. Right. But I'm going to be, you know, like I'm 58. So now I'm working into the, you know, I say, in the Scorpio sense, I'm the Phoenix rising now because I've gone through all the other perils of the Scorpion, you know, not necessarily do I fall in all of them. I'm not like 
you know how you have your astrological sign, but there's aspects that you may or may not have experienced. Yes. And, you know, some I haven't experienced, but I definitely know for now that I'm in that Phoenix came out and um, I have the wisdom and the knowledge that I'm gifting to the world now. That's my job is just to gift what I know, what I've learned from my own experience, my own traumas and know that. So show people that they can get through anything because right. you can get through anything. I know what yeah. I've gotten through. Yeah. You really can get through anything. Oh, absolutely. We're totally capable. One of the things I learned in, because I went through a little Phoenix fire. So one of the things I learned through that is it was interesting because it was the hardest thing I'd done, right? Like, like that transition that I went through six years ago, that was the hardest thing I've done. And also it wasn't the scariest thing because it wasn't the first time I'd been in crisis mm -hmm. because I'm a person who moves through my lessons because I've had a transformative life. I've been on the spiritual path for a long time, been healing for a long time. It's different. I feel when you go into a dark night of the soul or a, or a big growth year, when you know who you are, like in my twenties, I battled lesser mountains but I didn't yeah. know who I was. I was not grounded and I didn't have faith in myself to endure or my own resilience or my own wisdom. And now when I face obstacles, it's, it's a whole, it's a bigger obstacle, but it's not as scary. Well, you have more tools now, right? Oh, totally. You know, that first dark night of the soul is always the one that you feel like you're going to die from. Yeah. Like you're literally begging for your life and I know for me my first major like I've had lots of trials and tribulations over the years but my first major dark night of the soul was begging for the pain to be removed from my body physically and I I mean it was it was a tough one to get through but now I mean I could get through anything there isn't there isn't much uh, although I should say that okay universe before I say that <laughs> careful what you say and speak your words are powerful um i can get through anything but i've been through as much as i need to get through in this lifetime i'm in done order with it. to give your wisdom to others exactly so i won't share those stories i will only share those stories for the benefit of those involved that is it yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, you see how crazy it is? You gotta be careful with your words. Well, yeah, especially when you have two people who manifest sitting together talking about deep, beautiful things. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, you know, and that's the thing. I can manifest like that. I know I can. And so, yeah, I have to be really careful. That's, I gotta stay in the positive mindset. Not to say I don't have moments of darkness. We all do or go yes. to the dark side because that's how we contrast anyways. So, mm -hmm. I don't think I would have learned the things I really needed to learn. Like, and I can say that now, I don't think I would have learned the lessons I really needed to learn to get to this level of enjoyment of my life. Mm -hmm. Had I not gone through the letting goes and the releasing that I had to do. Cause for me, one of the biggest lessons when I went through the Phoenix fires, I was like, I was okay with the idea of, 
letting go of what didn't serve me and, and growing and grieving past selves. But there was a point where I had to let go of everything, even the stuff I liked. Yeah. And I was, I, I had such attachment to that, that it was very, very, it was difficult um, to say the least, but I couldn't imagine things coming that were better than what I was already holding. And the only way to teach me that was to force me to let it go. Yeah. In you order know? to let anything new in, you must let go of old. Yeah. Right. It's the same with the physical. You know, I say to people with the physical body, right? You, There's things you have to let go of if you're trying to manifest something into your life because we can't take it all in. And, you know, our higher self is so grand and large. That's why we connect to our higher self is because we can't take all those wonderful attributes that we have from so many lives we've lived into this one single body. Cause I think it would implode or explode or something. It right? would do something definitely. Yeah. So there's, <laughs> you know, there's times in your life when you're a certain way or you have certain ways of being that you get you through life, but sometimes you have to let go of those certain parts in order to allow the next level to come in. Mm -hmm. That's what I say to people, you got to let go of what isn't going to take you to the next level, because really here, we're, we're, it's about progression. Yeah. So if I want to bring in something that's amazing in my higher self that I know that I want to inspire into the world, I have to let something go because my physical being can't handle all of me. That's what I say. Oh. My physical being can't handle all of me. Right? That's such a beautiful way to put it because we do, a lot of us do that stuff where we get into that meditative state or we get in that reflective state and we're connecting, we're going up, up through the crown chakra, we're connecting to source, we're connecting to our highest self. And it is beautiful and amazing and big and so full of juicy, delicious energy that would not all fit in us. No. To bring something new into us from there, we do have to let go of something. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. So we are getting to our time. I want to respect your time. Oh, yeah. So no let's oh, yeah. go over all your programs again. So Chakra Dance, which is beautiful and amazing. And I guess what people don't realize, one of the reasons you couldn't just move it online is you encourage people to really embody emotionally what they're feeling and that energy and we dance in your space with blindfolds on like yeah. we don't see each other that whole thing is removed yeah. and it is such a freeing experience oh it is and you know what that's 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 the part I love the most is the in-person and holding space for people because I'm not blindfolded. Just so you guys know, you're not running into each other because I'm there, but I'm not blindfolded, but I get to experience and watch the beauty unfold and I can see the energy. Just that part I just love. That's the in-person in experience I love. And plus you really have to have the music resonating because all the music is mm -hmm. created for each of the chakras. So you want to really feel it vibrating through your body and, um, but the online stuff is a little different. Like with our online, you get to embody that music yourself as well. So really I'm holding space in a group setting. We're holding space for each other, 
while we go through the experience. And on a weekly basis, you would run all the programs. The music is already downloaded. You can download the music to your device or put headphones on, however you want to do it. But mainly, yeah, I prefer to work in person, but I am offering online because I know there are people that want to work with me that are around the world. They're not just right here, yes. right? Plus, I do run retreats, but also I also do fitness on like personal training and we do partner training, group training. I run online programs for that as well. So it's not probably best to just go to my website, which eventually yes. is going to be changing very soon. But for now, it's at bodycircuitforher.ca. They can just go there and they'll see all my offerings because I do energy healing. I do all that kind of stuff. So and the new program you're going to be offering, the one that you're going through now, which is so cool, be that you're going through the experience and yes. then teach the experience. Beautiful model. That's um, the only way, because you know what? It's so funny because you can only take people where you've been before. Mm -hmm. So I also yes. have to do my own work. I peel my own onion. And through that process, then my experience, I'm able to share with others, right? So the Chakra Dance to Hear Your Life is coming September 5th. Just know that's the start date for the online one because I've already been through that one and that one's already set up and ready to go. We're just, we're going to probably launch in about two weeks. So we're going to do a six week launch. Give okay, this time. is coming out, is probably going to go live September. right around that time. So that's so divinely perfect. Yay. Yes, yes. Right. Get the kids back to school and get taken care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. It'll take us right into the fall season you know mm -hmm. and then the alchemy one won't be until january that will be i i wanted to i really sat with that for a bit because i'm going through it now so i'll have lots of time to go through that experience i'm not finished yet i'll be finished in august so i'm gonna set that one to go in january so it'll probably give yourself to time set. to integrate all of that well, reflect all of it and then go back into life like the whole idea with 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 chakra dances you're doing the work but then you're integrating in life and you're going out into the world to see how that it's affecting you right mm -hmm. right because it's like you i always say to people it, when we're doing a nine week please don't make any major life decisions mm -hmm. when you're doing this kind of work because <laughs> let me tell you i had that experience my mentor told me don't make life decisions what did i do i did make a life decision and um yeah it it, it not to say you can't recover from mistakes, you can, because I really believe that, and I'm proof of that. We can share that story another time. That would be a fun one to do, because people would be like, "You what? You manifested a house? Yes." Oh my god! Oh my god! Well, you know what I think is stuff like that as a way to kind of conceptualize it for people. It's like deciding you need bangs after a breakup. It's a bad decision. Don't do it. Buy the ice cream. Get a couple new movies. Nurture yourself. Do not get bangs after breaking up with someone or breaking up with a job or anything like that. Just yeah, yeah. Let the energy settle and just kind of let it get into your body and feel it and take the time and give yourself the time for clearing. But mm -hmm. yeah. project I absolutely love it because when I was starting to conceptualize the podcast I'm like what am I going to talk about you know what I'm like I know so many powerhouse people yeah. mostly powerhouse women which I want to lift up because I yeah. think it's really that time
patriotic rising. Um, it's totally like a world. It is.